Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, welcome back to our LISC discussion, our LISC series, and welcome back to Senator Phil Boyle, who has been, in my mind, a heroic figure in this whole situation. And when it was a very scary time to question the DA or question the county executive, uh, the senator who represents the Gilgo area and Oak Beach area, uh, he he stood up and he, he did a press conference and it was a nationally covered press conference. And people from all over came, I don't know, 17 major cameras were uh, were there and and people uh, had interest and, and it sparked up all kinds of uh, thoughts coming on. And at the time, at the time, uh, it's uh, it, it was it was scary because a D.A. who was going into his fourth year and going into, you know, he was a D.A. without a scandal, really. And and that's Tim Sinney. He was going into his re-election year against the guy who had one hundred and eighty five thousand and uh, and and Tim Sinney had well over a million dollars and it looked like Tim Sinney was going to cruise to re-election and uh, Senator Boyle uh, had had no care one way or the other he basically came out and he uh, and he he issued three letters uh, and he'll correct us uh, correct me if I'm wrong one was to uh, Steve Ballone, uh, county executive. One was to the uh, the police uh, commissioner, acting police commissioner and chief. I think uh, all one one spot. Uh, Stu Cameron, who's supposed to be a very nice guy, uh, one to him, and then to Tish James, Letitia James, the New York State Attorney General, who uh, recently um, backed out of uh, of a uh, of a run for governor. But the the big picture in the big picture that press conference when this when this story is all said and done that press conference that senator boyle uh set up and and conducted is probably going to be the starting point of how this situation got solved and i honestly believe it will get solved now again before i you know bring in the the senator uh let, let's keep in mind, and I'm predicting right now, that this story is, is, is bigger than any political story that you could remember historically, other than, you know, presidential, other than Watergate and, and presidential situations. Uh, you can't compete. That's a whole different category. But anything else, the Gary Condit situation, where he was, he was thought to have uh, uh, murdered a, a worker, uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, there's a whole bunch of different stories like that. Those stories were tremendous. This story, the Gilgo Beach killings, the Lisk, um, Long Island serial killing will be much bigger than that. The Manson stories are very sexy because it's a, you know, it's a hippie cult and, and it is uh, thought of as being one of the most colorful uh, mass murders in the history of the country and the history of the world. Uh, this is different. This is going to be in a, in a category all its own. And the starting point for the solving of this, to me, uh, you know, just to set a historic record, uh, is is the Boyle press conference. When he called that press conference, he basically called everyone out. So congratulations to him. And now that we have a DA elect 
uh, in Ray Tierney, who is seriously going for it. He is going for this. He wants to solve this. And he's going to start from the beginning. And he is, I, I'm telling you right now, he's going to solve this case. Uh, Senator Boyle, welcome. Thank you, Frank. And thank you for the kind words. And, and obviously, I would very much uh, point out that your uh, continued list series uh, has brought uh, unprecedented attention to this. Uh, it's been far too long. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, as you know, with some of these cases that you know, memories fade and things start to fade and they become truly, truly cold cases. But your uh, tenacity uh, has kept the spotlight on this and, and calling those out. Uh, so together, I think uh, I, I think you're right. I think we've brought renewed interest in uh, the case. And uh, I found it interesting that uh, just today, uh, uh, the new Suffolk County uh, commissioner, uh, police commissioner was named Mr. Harrison from New York City. And uh, and they actually asked him and he said he's going to focus on this case. So that was that, that's good. I and mean, we hope to see it in any way we can help. We'll be happy to do it. I, I'm very excited about, uh, uh, well, it's going to be Commissioner Harrison, right? Not Chief Harrison? That's right. Yeah, That's right. Correct. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. His, his reputation is, is supposed to be excellent. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited about him. And I'm extremely excited that he has, he has talked about LISC. This is something that has not been talked about. It's been completely ignored by everyone except you, Senator Boyle. And, and, and by the way, uh, there are some, uh, there are some other, uh, uh, podcast out there radio shows unraveled did a wonderful job and still they do a wonderful job uh, to keep banging the drum and 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 keep mentioning it. the the list podcast uh, chris moss and and other folks out there uh, uh, you know in texas uh, they they do a wonderful job and there's you know there's others uh, tom shalero here and jay oliver uh, here at uh, li news uh, have have banged away and kept uh, kept the the situation going. Uh, this is uh, this is a very exciting moment uh, as we as we leave the Cine administration and go into the Tierney administration. Uh, you have to be very optimistic about uh, about your constituents that are are ra rabidly uh, into this. Uh, situation and want answers and want uh, you, you have to feel uh, and again I don't want to put words in your mouth but I assume you're you're optimistic for the first time in a very long time if not ever uh, that uh, that tyranny is going to go in and do something I, I very much am Frank and and uh, you know we uh uh, I talked to Ray Tierney a number of times during the campaign. He was very focused on on using whatever resources he can uh, to get this uh, case solved, and obviously with the new commissioner. So it, it, it seems like we're all rolling in the same direction now. And, and, and as you know, uh, dating back from the early days when uh, uh, County Executive Malone picked uh, uh, James Burke to be his police chief, uh, it seemed to all of us that uh, there was – I don't know if the word cover-up is the right word, but they, they certainly were not using all the resources. As a matter of fact, kicking the FBI out of the early investigation, which hindered the prosecution, even uh, Geraldine Hart, FBI agent at the time, and uh, later police commissioner herself uh, said that. But now at least everyone's saying the right things. Now we need to put them into actions. And I know that you will be on your uh, your show and, and others from uh, uh, 103.9 will be there holding people accountable. And I'll be happy to join you uh, to make sure that uh, uh, they are standing to their word and actually putting resources and focus behind finally killing this uh, this terrible tragedy. These, ter uh, these victims deserve justice as other families. Yeah, uh, tremendous, uh, you know, optimism, at least coming from this, this end and the and the station and the listeners. Uh, Senator, 
You've done a tremendous amount of work in your office and a tremendous amount of research on DNA. And you've been talking about this uh, from new technology and DNA. Um, and recently, recently, uh, you got a letter and you shared it with me. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it was wonderful. They they found um, with uh, some of the, uh, well, I'm going to let you tell the story, but with some of the technology that you've been talking about uh, that we should be using here in the Lisk investigation, uh, they uh, they solved a uh, an unsolved murder. Uh, give us the uh, give us the rundown on there, and if I got it wrong, forgive me. No, you're absolutely right, Frank. And and unfortunately, you know, from a thirty thousand foot perspective, New York is far far behind other states in the use uh, in the use of DNA forensic technology. You, you would think that New York would be right on top of things, you know, uh, center of the universe, and using the very best uh, resources to catch uh, killers and, and murderers and rapists, um, but. Uh, familial DNA basically says, now we all know when uh, there's a crime scene, there's a murder or a rape, uh, God forbid, you uh, there's a, a DNA left on the thing, whether it's blood or semen from the, the perpetrator, from the murderer or the rapist. And if that person has a, a record, a criminal record, their DNA is in the, the database and it's, oh, okay, that's the guy. We know that he committed a similar crime 10 years ago. Let's go find him and we got our guy. Sometimes, however, the DNA uh, profile is close to a person, but not exactly it. So they cannot figure out who it is. With familial DNA, they can have a special software that they run through the computer, that the, 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 sa the sample, and they can find the ma a male relative, whether it's the father, the grandfather, the uncle, the brother. So even if that person never committed a crime or was ever never caught committing a crime, so their DNA is not in the database, then they can find, okay, well, we don't know, uh, we know it's not this guy, but it's probably his brother or his co male cousin or his, his father or his son. Um, and they've gotten a number of cold cases uh, solved across the country because of this. P.S. New York only came about using this a couple of years ago. You remember, Frank, the, the tragic case of the, the uh, jogger in, in Queens, Karina Ventura, um, and uh, they couldn't find out who it, who it was. So I joined her parents, grieving parents, uh, who committed their lives to, to uh, in the name of their daughter, bringing technology like familial DNA to New York State. We all three of us went and testified before the DNA Commission here in New York State, and they finally allowed New York uh, New York State to use familial DNA, those DNA searches, so they can catch someone who's a male relative uh, of, of a, someone who's in the database already. So fast forward to a, a few years uh, recently, last, last month, and they actually solved the first murder case in New York State using familial day, uh, DNA. A, a cold case from 20, more than 20 years ago, a young girl killed in, um, in New York State, in the city, and they, again, didn't have the exact match, but they knew it was a male relative of somebody. The uh, prosecutors and the law enforcement officials did a tremendous job, tracked the guy down, and figured out who killed this girl, even though it was 20 plus years ago. Uh, that's the type of things we can do. We can get justice for victims, we get good closure for families, and most importantly, we can get really bad people off the streets using technology like familial DNA and, and uh, genetic genealogy, another one that they use in other states that do not allow here in New York State. So I'm pushing, and I know you support, Frank, the idea of, of using the very best, very latest technology to, to solve these cold cases. Yeah, no doubt. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Senator Phil Boyle 
And we're talking Lisk here. We're talking the uh, Long Island serial killing and the uh, the changing of the guard now with the uh, with the DA and and the DNA work that uh, Senator Boyle's uh, office has done, and and he has been banging the drum on this for the longest time. And I'll tell you what. And I mean, this is me me saying it. Uh, if uh, if there's a senator of the year or a senator of the century, well, this guy deserves it. I mean, he is a public official extraordinaire, and uh, again, he is uh, he has been the only one who stood up and said, "Hey, let's get this thing, let's get this thing solved. Tell us what's going on." And he did it at a crucial moment, and uh, by the way, was was ignored. Uh, let's jump away from the. Um, from the DNA just for a moment, but uh, again, uh, maybe a follow-up on what happened with your letters. Um, you sent one to uh, County Executive Blown, you sent one to Commissioner Chief slash Chief Stu Cameron, and you sent one to uh, Attorney General uh, Tish James, Letitia James. Uh, what kind of response did you get at this point? Yeah, yeah, we're absolutely, absolutely right, Frank. And so uh, the first letter we sent to was to County Executive Ballone, crickets. We have not heard one word from his office responding to the letter. The, the letter basically said, why did you pick James Burke as your police chief in the first place, in the first place when you were first elected the county executive in 2011? And more importantly, why did you not fire the guy when he kicked the FBI out of the Gilgo investigation? We also sent a letter to uh, Acting Commissioner Stuart Cameron. He's still, he's still the chief. Uh, I guess as of today, he's the former commissioner, right. <laughs> Acting Commissioner. But um, but uh, he has not responded either. And to be honest, Frank, I was not expecting those two. I think they were, you know, they, I was hopeful that they might actually have the courtesy to respond, to, say, to, to give us some information. Um, uh, but uh, they have not. Uh, Letitia James, our attorney general from New York, from New York State, uh, to her credit, her office did contact us right away. And she, they've been in regular contact. Uh, the laws are kind of screwy in New York State because the attorney general cannot just open their own investigation into a case like this. They need to, a referral. They need a referral from the governor's office, from the controller of New York State. Uh, I, I actually hope we change the law so the attorney general can open his or her own investigations. Uh, so they're, they're kind of hamstrung, but we're trying to work around the two. To, to allow her to do an investigation into the early years of this of the Gilgo case and why uh, they kicked the uh, the FBI out, what what could have been done better, uh, to, so this never happens again, and perhaps you know find something that that was missing that maybe will help solve the case. Now you know it's interesting, Frank. I I think I just may have to update this letter to the new commissioner, uh, Mr. Harrison, and say, hey, you know this is this is what I asked your predecessor. Um, can you respond and, and let me know uh, what was done in the early early years of this field going investigation, LISC, LISC investigation. And, uh, and who knows, maybe, maybe Mr. Harrison will be more forthcoming than uh, Mr. Cameron was. Yeah. I, I mean, amazing to me that, uh, that we are, uh, we're talking about this, uh, and, and there's apt to, uh, actual optimism in your voice and in my voice. And, uh, you know, again, Stu Cameron uh, seems like a very nice guy. Uh, he's he's trapped in a situation where he was uh, appointed by Ballone. I'm sure Ballone said to him, do not answer that letter. Ballone, uh, I don't think there was, uh, you know, I mean, just by his past behavior, uh, I, I, you know, I, I was very doubtful that he would ever answer. Uh, what do you think 
what did you expect? Did you expect nothing from Ballone, or do you did you expect him to to give some kind of uh, you know form letter? Uh, what did you expect when you gave Steve Ballone that that letter? What kind of response did you anticipate getting back? I was hopeful that he might respond. I, I'm a realist, though, and I figured that he was not going to. It, it was a pretty hard-hitting letter. I said, you know, why, why did you not fire uh, James Burke? And I also brought up some of the things that, that uh, had come out in the podcast, like Unraveled, about the fact that he, you know, he was supporting Burke to the end, and uh, even to the effect where in the, um, on the podcast they said that he called Newsday to squash a story uh, that Burke had perjured himself. I mean, you have to go really out of your way uh, to protect someone, your police chief, from uh, being sued for for perjury uh, or, or prosecuted for perjury. Uh, th- that's a that's a pretty heady thing to do, uh, and so I really wasn't expecting him to uh, to come up with an answer, but I was hopeful he would. Uh, I, I, as I as I said, <laughs> I have my mail mail box has been empty uh, to this date, and that was six months ago. So. Yeah. Wow. Just, uh, you know, unbelievable. Uh, Senator Phil Boyle is the voice that you're hearing. Frank McKay here. And, and I'm just singing his praises from from day one, always as a public official. He's just been absolutely tremendous. But uh, this year, especially uh, at a time uh, when, uh, you know, no one else in the world was talking about this. He stood up. And uh, again, that's the starting point, historical st- starting point for uh, this to uh, to start getting solved in my in my mind and and again it's a a big moment in history i mean this is a big tremendously important case and it's it's something that's going to be talked about for a hundred years far um, exceeding my lifetime and and senator boyle's lifetime but this is something that is uh, is just so so important uh senator there is there if I a, could interject, Frank, uh, yeah. just one second. So, yeah, you you mentioned the tremendous interest in this case. Obviously, here in Suffolk County, it has tremendous interest, and and there's a, there's been a feeling that all that w- that could have been done or should have been done was not done at the early investigation. But I can tell you that it's not just New York and Long Island. I mean, uh, th- we did have the Gilgo uh, the, the uh, YouTube uh, video of my press conference, and it has a uh, hundred and over a hundred and ten thousand hours of people watching it, and. And, and this is around the world. This is we get we get responses from Sweden, from Germany, from England, a lot from England. Uh, so this is this this case has worldwide interest, and uh, and I think that it, and, and that's one reason I would like to see law enforcement open up more more information about this. You know, so many of these other cases, cold cases around the country. Uh, and serial killings have been solved with the input from people, you know, sitting in their their basement in Germany, you know, looking at clues. But because the law enforcement here has only shown a, a belt with a with a couple of initials on it, haven't didn't even show the whole belt. Um, that there, people are stunted in what they want information out there. And I understand that it is an ongoing investigation. You need to keep some things quiet, but they've been so secretive about this investigation. It's hampering the 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 the. The, the the worldwide ability to get information. Uh, I, I there's a there's a thing on Netflix uh, about uh, don't f with cats, you know. Yeah. And this is a case that was solved just from people getting together on the internet, you know. Um. And so maybe instead of having like uh, half a dozen minds together in the Suffolk County Police Department, maybe open it up to, to thousands of people around the world who look for can look for clues that they that the police had missed uh, a thousand times over, you know. So uh, I would 
really hope that they, they seriously consider getting more information out there, making more public, not all of it, but making more of it public. So the people who are interested and want justice for these women uh, and, and men uh, can, uh, can have their say and, and help. Senator Boyle, uh, we're we're pressed for time. I'd love to bring you back and and discuss the what you talked about uh, about unraveled and uh, and uh, Balone, you know, basically squashing and quashing that uh, that story on on uh, uh, Burke. Uh, uh, perjuring himself we could do a whole show on that yeah. alone um we didn't even touch on uh chris loeb he didn't fire him after he beat up chris loeb in the handcuffs either but senator boyle just a, a tremendous a tremendous job by you congratulations on everything and uh and thank you for what you do uh, do you have a website or a social media site where people can go and follow you yeah, they can go on. Uh, we have a Facebook. Uh, Senator Phil Boyle on Facebook is probably the best thing. Tells a lot about a lot what we're doing involving this case as well. Senator Boyle, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Frank. Keep up the good work. Frank McKay signing off. Senator Phil Boyle has been our very special guest. Uh, tremendous public official. I mean, really, I I can't say enough. And again, this uh, this whole case turned in into hey let's uh let's expose Cinny, let's expose balone for for the cover-up and uh, and, it, and it turned into ultimately let's get new people in there and the new person uh, was uh was ray tierney and and just uh, in in closing um, as as da elect i mean uh, we're tremendously optimistic what mr tierney will be doing and then secondly secondly uh the uh commissioner Harrison, we're all, if you're listening, Commissioner, we're very excited about your words today and uh, just uh, tremendous. If uh, if you're going to be part of this and concentrating on LISC, this is exactly what we wanted. Prior to your name coming up, uh, Steve Lone was ready to stick his buddy uh, Tim Sinney in there and just there would have been nothing coming out. The fact that you are speaking up is uh, just tremendous. Um, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down, and we'll see you all next week on our LISC series. Mm-hmm.